0: guys and welcome back to wandering aimfully the show
1: you're caroline zook i'm jason zook we're two idiots on the internet who talk about random things.
0: Speak for yourself. I'm super smart.
1: Oh yeah, we, we talk about that a little bit. We also <laughs> talked about that on a previous episode, but this episode we are diving into our experience with travel, what travel means to us, where we like to travel, how we like to travel, what's
0: important to us when we travel, and how you can start saving for your own dream trip.
1: Your dream trip that you've been thinking about forever. So if, uh, if travel excites you and if you want to hear us talk about some of the fun places we've been and why we picked those places.
0: And where we're going in 2019
1: keep listening and enjoy and then also please send us your travel recommendations. We mentioned this a couple times throughout the episode. We would really love them. So, hello at wanderingaimfully.com. We'd love to know the the gems, the amazing places you've been. Share those with us and enjoy the episode. Hey there. We're Jason and Caroline zook a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment.
0: This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt, all with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention.
1: Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show. 25 minutes on the clock.
0: 25?
1: Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Really? Yeah. I thought and we've been doing 20. We're diving in right away. Okay, dive. Yeah.
0: Go and into this the This episode, deep
1: end. as we've already done in the introduction, you already know, uh, is on travel. But first... Ah,
0: yes. Chris cold Bud, bud Light to all you listening. Excuse me. I w- sometimes want to say it.
1: Ah, that is a crisp, cold, natural Milwaukee's best light.
0: You said something weird last time, like, isn't an old beer like Schlitz? Isn't that an old beer?
1: I believe Schlitz is an old beer. Do you think that's still a thing? Yeah, for sure. In the movie Super Troopers that I tried to get you to watch that you didn't have any interest in, you got very bored of, he he drinks, Farva, the character, uh, drinks Schlitzes at the bar.
0: The character's Farva.
1: His name is Farva. He I also, you said that he also One of the Farva. most uh, famous thing. We're gonna waste a bunch of time with this, but it's fine. Uh, one of the most famous quotes from that is that he wants to order a liter of cola, and so he goes to like a fast food joint, and the guy behind the counter is like, "I don't know what a liter of cola. Do you want a large cola?" He's like, "No, I want a liter of cola," and it's like a funny thing that goes on.
0: Is it a funny thing? Yeah, it's Listen, funny. Listen, I understand. There are people right now listening Listen to this to in their
1: car, dying laughing. Are they? No, they, oh, they're, they're just they're they're pulling off the side. Can I tell you something
0: the, about Super Troopers? the movie we, when i was like younger it, i was very aware that super troopers was like a very like would you say it's like a cult comedy oh for sure 100% okay. i was very aware that like it was cool to like super troopers because whatever boys liked it and like if you liked it you were like a cool girl and so i was like oh i'm sure i would like super troopers yeah. like i have a good sense of humor and then i never watched it years uh-huh. later you're like you have i you you make references all the time you're like we've got to watch it yeah. and so i'm fully prepared because i'm a cool girl <laughs> To like Super Troopers. And I'm sorry, y'all. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular Much opinion. like how I like Christmas music. <laughs> Un- if you call back to that episode. But I
1: couldn't yeah. get into it. Yeah. I didn't
0: laugh. And I'm not going to fake it just to be a cool girl.
1: No. We turned it off after like 15 minutes because you were just it being land. You were just being grumpy. Oh, you I was ruining- being grumpy. You kind of crushed all my hopes and dreams. That's what you did.
0: Well, you've not yet seen Titanic and you crushed my dreams.
1: Oh, gosh. Rose doesn't make it. I get it. Jack doesn't make it.
0: I watched our vlog the other day from my birthday. Oh yeah, where like there's a whole segment on you where trying I to try explain, explain the, the plot of Titanic,
1: and then still trying to remember this. Okay, let's get into this episode because we've, we've wasted so much time, and there's so many things we want to talk about with travel. Are so, there? I want to give a shout out to Danny Ives. She's a Wandering Aimfly member. Hello, Danny. Uh, she actually asked this question in a Wandering Aimfly Q and A video. We do some uh, Q and A videos behind the Private scenes for vid. our members. Which is less dirty than it sounds. She asked us, it is. She asked us what were our 2019 travel plans. And it got us to think about that when we recorded that video. And I forgot of one thing I wanted to talk about um, that I think is fun that I want to do next year that I think we're going to do at some point. Um, but then also, just to talk about travel in general and how it's changed over the years for us, because there was a time when we first started uh, dating that we didn't have much money and yeah. travel was really just like where I had a speaking gig. Like that True. was kind of it.
0: I also think that you and I over the years have come to like accept our travel preferences. Yeah, 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 yeah Like yeah, we fought yeah. it for a long yeah. time. Like we're bougie travelers. Here's Let's the thing. Let's just say what it is. Here's
1: the thing. Let's just get one thing right out of the game. What is it? I'm not ever going to stay at a hostel. I'm not going to do it.
0: You're not going to go camping.
1: I'm not going to go camping. I actually, to be honest, I don't even want to go glamping. I don't want to be a, a, like outside Unpopular at night. I'm a your opinion. I want a king-size bed. I'm 6'5". The king-size bed quarters. when we travel. I don't know. We measured me recently, and I was like, wait, I'm not that tall? What's going on here?
0: The king-size bed when we travel is a very big deal.
1: We When we sleep in a queen-size bed together, because we're married and you're allowed to do that when you're married, it's not comfortable.
0: It's not fun.
1: Like... We Like, I'm elbowing you, you're elbowing Do you remember me?
0: when we went to the cabin at Big Bear early the, earlier this year, and it was a queen-size bed? Oh, yeah. And I slept, y'all. First of all, it was a bed that was against a wall. And so yeah. if you're the person who is sleeping near the wall, you I'm in the crack. Yeah. I'm in the crack of the wall, yeah. and I just slept there for the whole night.
1: I will say that I do feel like not all queen-size beds are made equally. I feel like some queen-size beds in hotels you get in, you're like, oh, yeah, this will work. It's fine. But then, mm. like, that one when we went... <laughs> <laughs> it was that was like a twin yeah. bed.
0: More importantly, child's
1: queen size. Let's talk
0: about some of our favorite places we've been. Cool. Starting there.
1: Let's also talk about how we started to travel more and have money for that, because I think that's something that a lot of people have a big dream trip. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I would venture a guess that everybody listening or watching this um, has a dream trip that Mm -hmm. they've either wanted to go on, they want to go on in the next year or two, and they just don't think they're ever going to be able to afford it. And I think we have a good tip of how to help do that. I
0: guess you're right. The first, well, okay. Our first, I think, like tasting the bug of travel was doing road trips. For sure. So you had this opportunity. I remember this is where it really kickstarted. You had this opportunity out in California working with the not publisher, but like the company you were the who sponsored your sponsor my book project.
1: Yes. Wait, so I'm talking about
0: when you they they were doing a trip, remember, out in California in Joshua Tree.
1: Oh, oh the the authoring company. The, the authoring book. company, yeah, ra- roundtable companies.
0: Exactly, and so you were like, "I'm we could fly out there to do this thing," or there was something else going on similar at the time in the area, and we uh, were like, "It was
1: South by." It was around it was March. It South by. So South and by so Southwest. so we had, we had all these yeah. like
0: trips around the same amount of time that we wanted to do. And we were like, it would be stupid to just fly all these different places. Yeah. Why don't we get in the car and we'll road trip all the way to California and we'll road trip all the way back to Florida. This is when we were living in Florida at the time. And that trip was so fun. Mm-hmm. It, this is also when you did camp. We camped for oh, multiple yeah. days and you, were not, yeah. you did so not like
1: it. Just to give everybody the the lowdown, we drove the... Um, What do we drive? We drove I-10 all the way across the country, not till it ended, but until basically like Joshua Tree in California. So from Jacksonville, Florida, where I-10 ends, essentially. Um, I actually think it ends before that. It's something else before that, so you have to get to it. But all the way across the lower third of the U.S., Stopped in Austin. We stopped in a bunch of places along so the way. So many places. Um, found really cool places. This was like right when Airbnb was starting. And we, my mom watched Plaxico, which was incredibly nice first. So we had two weeks of not traveling with a dog, which makes it so much easier mm-hmm. to road trip. Because otherwise we have to stay at La Quintana Suites the, or dog-friendly Airbnb. That was
0: the first time we went to El Portal in Sedona. Yes.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we found all these little cities along the way. We built this spreadsheet. We kind of mapped it all out. We priced out all these hotels we were going to stay at and all these different cities we wanted to see. And it was so fun. I remember I think, honestly, one of my favorite parts of that entire road trip was driving west through Texas. Mm -hmm. The it had to be driving. Yeah, west. Yeah. The Uh, sun was setting. The sun was setting. For no joke, about three hours yeah. of so that drive. Just it hap- was
0: crazy. We just happened to be driving at the same sort of speed that the sun was going down. And so it was going down in the west. Because so we-
1: the speed limit in Texas was like 80 miles an hour.
0: Yeah. So we were literally just chasing the sunset. Yeah. And it sounds as picturesque as it was. There's nothing in Texas, first of yeah. all, west Texas. Yeah. And so all you can see for miles is just like open spaces and this beautiful sunset. And it was so gorgeous. And also... One thing I love about, so the road tripping thing definitely like kind of sparked our love of different places, but it also kind of sparked this epiphany in me, which is like when you remove yourself from your daily routine and your autopilot and your monotony, you find yourself thinking of all these things that you suddenly have space to think about. And that's one thing that I loved about road tripping, but also just traveling in general is that It gives you this opportunity to explore possibilities in your mind that you maybe don't take time to explore in your day-to-day life. And not only was it just about seeing new places that kind of had me catch the travel bug, but it was like, I felt myself growing and stretching and we had so much time to talk and connect and like, I don't know, I I think it really changed us like that whole time period. I
1: think if you want to see if a relationship is going to make it, go on a long road trip. Build a business yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that as well. But honestly, going on a long road trip, it shows you so much about how you and the other person handle uncomfortable situations, mm-hmm. unknown situations.
0: Getting lost. Taking yeah, wrong difficult, turns.
1: weird things. <laughs> Having someone manage the navigation in the passenger seat while you're driving.
0: Do you, I, do you remember in Austin when we were trying to leave? Was it Austin? No. It was, and we went to that breakfast New- place.
1: Uh, it was New Orleans, I remember. We were trying to avoid a bunch of traffic because there was a bunch of really bad traffic like right around New Orleans. And oh, we were yeah. going through all these back roads. And
0: I remember that. And we just like ended up at like a dead-end yeah. hospital that like hadn't and been you developed showed, yet. And you
1: showed me the map and you were like, the road shows that it goes through. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm not frustrated. I understand this happens. And that was like, I think we got good at doing kind that. Of doing the map thing together on road trips. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think... A road trip is a really great place to start. If you were someone who wants to travel, maybe you want to get out and see some stuff. That's, I think, one thing we realized, too. So we drove uh, I-10 all the way across the lower third. And then we drove I-40, which goes basically across the middle, not not totally the middle of the U.S., but kind of the lower middle, back because you get a whole different view. You get a whole different landscape. And we didn't want to drive the same road back. And it really goes to show you that if you live in the U.S., and we know a lot of people listening to the show are U.S. listeners because the stats tell me that it's like 75% of you are U.S., There's so much to see, and I know that it's cliche and everyone says it, but until you actually get out and drive and see different parts of the U.S., there's so much beauty in every single state, maybe except for, like, the southern, like, portions of, like, Mississippi, Alabama. there's still
0: beautiful stuff there.
1: Maybe, but... Anyway, what I was going to say is there is so much to be seen. And I will never forget also driving through like the New Mexico area where it's like all the painted, whatever that's called, like the painted mountains or whatever it is.
0: Like red rocks and the paint. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just all the different striations of color. And you're driving through and you're like, this doesn't feel like anything I've seen before. It's actually kind of reminded me because we went to Iceland many years later. It's very similar. Like you see so many different terrains Terrains. in a very short period of time.
0: The other thing that I want to say is that we started doing that and road tripping before we had the money for it. Yeah. So we were still in debt at the time and it was a big swing for us to do these trips where you had to pay for gas at the time we didn't have our Tesla then and you had to pay for hotels or Airbnbs and it's you know even like a road trip it's not cheap and especially if you do it cross country but this is and this is an important point that I want to make about travel which is like sometimes it's worth pulling that money together. If you know that it's something that's going to have a disproportionate positive effect on your psyche. So like every penny spent on those types of trips were worth it. Because like I said, we had time to like, think of our lifestyle and get motivated and fill our buckets back up. And like, I, I just think so many people get into this mindset of like, and I know we preach it a lot too. Like if you're trying to get out of debt, it's like spend as little money as possible. But sometimes you have to make that call where you go, I'm willing to almost look at this like an investment in my future productivity and my future lifestyle. So maybe you do have to put it on a credit card for a little while, but you use that as a tool in order to fill your bucket back up so that you can then, you know, get it re-inspired with your work, get re-inspired with your life. I just think so many people get into the day-to-day monotony of life Mm -hmm. and- they're actually not as productive or as excited about their work as they could be because they just they haven't given themselves that stimulation or inspiration.
1: I would say people even get into the day-to-day monotony of travel. Like they go to the same place, they do the True. same trip, and it's just because it's comfortable. They, they can avoid the, un, the unknowns the unknown. of what's going to happen. The, yeah. And I would say that we've we're not the type of people that want to go the most adventurous travel. Again, I said no hostels, no glamping, no camping. I'm not into it. Um, but I do appreciate when we go somewhere new. And, you know, a perfect example for me is like Sedona is not like a crazy off the beaten path place. But the hotel we stayed at was very unique, very interesting. I think it had like 20 rooms. It still exists. It's called El Portal. We talked about it. Um, every room has a different theme of wood, which is really cool. And and I, we'll never forget that hotel.
0: Yeah. So I think that's a fun other thing to kind of now move into is... What do we prioritize? And so we travel very intentionally. Mm-hmm. We don't just go, oh, we're going to this place, find the best rated hotel, whatever. We travel very intentionally. So what are some things that we look for when we're going to a new destination? Or what do we look for in a destination?
1: Yeah, honestly, I think, especially nowadays, it's food. Because food. we've actually been on some of those dream vacations that we've all dreamed about and we've had as desktop wallpapers. And you get there, and when the food sucks, as much as it is, as wonderful it is to stay in an overwater bungalow and have the most amazing view ever— When every meal that you eat is overpriced and not good, it kind of dampens the experience. And I know that's like the most first world problem ever to say. But listen, we're talking about travel. We're trying to have creating memories and having fun with it. Um, But I do think for us, almost always priority number one is food.
0: Food, 100%. Because when we travel, it depends on the place, which is another thing I'll talk about, is like setting expectations for the trip. But when we go to like just a relaxing place where we know the priority is just to like decompress, we don't do anything. Yeah. And so the thing that we do is we eat, and then we look forward to the next meal, and then we eat, and then we talk about the next meal. And so we want the food to be good, and we want it to be unique. And now especially eating vegetarian or vegan if we can, that that is something that we have to kind of – that basically excludes a lot of places. So we yeah. have to kind of start with that. But specifically, you were talking about when we went to Mo'orea, we stayed at a resort in French Polynesia. So it's like Tahiti basically. And this is like the dream trip. This yeah. was our first big we got out of debt we called it our money moon yep trip we rewarded ourselves for getting out of debt yep. um by and, getting back into debt no i'm kidding yeah. and it was beautiful and it was stunning and it's probably one of the most visually the vi- most visually stunning yeah. place i've ever been
1: they turn the saturation way up somehow yeah
0: they're like oh this water that you think is the bluest you've ever seen crank it up a few yeah. more notches and it was the trip of a lifetime however the only thing that I will say that detracted from the experience was the food. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and we just it, it it took away from everything. So to answer your question, long about way, we both said it. Food is number one priority. Yes. Uh, second priority, I think for us is unique, interesting place that we're staying yeah so accommodation, yeah and i would say that is the hotel or the airbnb or whatever it is um and we've we've found some good ones now and it's so much easier nowadays like i can't imagine 10 years ago trying to find mm-hmm. really cool unique hotels or modern hotels um there are so many places that you can search those things and find those things now
0: we almost always our first google search when we think that we want to do a trip is like Boutique hotel blank in, in whatever city, yeah, or or you know vegan dining boutique hotel blank, yep. um, and so but that term boutique hotel, so you're looking at places that are maybe anywhere from 15 rooms to 30 or something. It's much smaller hotel, and so. It just gives you this – we find that that's our sweet spot because mm-hmm. it just gives you this, like, super intimate feel. The service is usually really amazing because they're not trying to service, like, you know, hundreds of rooms. And it's not that resort feel where you feel like everything is priced way up but, like, the quality is way down. It's it's sort of – if if the resort feel is, like, the mass market thing, the boutique hotel is, like, that sort of – you know, local mom and pop shop kind of feel.
1: But up, upscale.
0: Yeah. So not yeah. mom and pop shop, but like I would say local artisan. Yeah boutique. Or something. Yeah, I
1: think uh, one resource that's been really helpful for us too, if you're thinking about traveling, you're looking to travel, you want to find interesting places is Mr. And Mrs. Uh, it, they do a really good job. It's a travel site. They actually you can book through it as well. A lot of times they have deals. And a lot of it's on more of the upscale expensive side. And we honestly haven't used it to book anything. But when we were looking at like a next trip to take um, a couple years ago, we used it to kind of pare down where we wanted to go. Exactly.
0: It's fun for like travel and inspiration you'll yep. think of because for us it's usually we i would say it's not even usually like the place like the, the city the, the geographical right. location as much as it is the, the hotel yeah, yeah.
1: we're gonna spend most of our time there we're going to eat most of our meals there we're not the type of people who go to a city you know, like have a hotel and then 90% of the day we're out wandering the streets and going downtown and going through all the art galleries. Like we may do that for a couple hours, but that's not our MO. It, we
0: all, and, and we always do this where we we get to the place and we feel like we should do that right. because that's what people do when they travel is like go see the city, be in the culture. And then we do it like when we were in Tota Santos and we we're like, we'll go into town and we'll see the things. And we were like, this is, we don't,
1: can we yeah. go back to the hotel? Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is fine. Which is, I think, a really important point about travel, which is like, don't travel the way that you think you should travel the way that you actually want to. And so that brings me to the point of every time we go, we book a trip and we go into it. We ask ourselves, what do we want to get out of this? What's trip? the intention? What is the intention behind it? So for Iceland, it was like adventure. It was like we do actually want to get out and see a p- bunch of stuff because we'll probably never be back here, although we're probably going to have to go back. Yeah, it's we're going to so have great. to go back. But um, so we we did a lot of planning and we did a lot of excursions. And th- so we didn't spend that much time at the hotel. But for most other vacations, it's like our intention is to, you know, detach from technology and to relax. We always try to force ourselves to get bored. We're very bad at it. Um, It it doesn't last very long. I'm a little bit better than Jason is. Yeah, Um,
1: I I, I, like we went to to Tulum and we're just kind of like name dropping all these amazing places. And we realized that because uh, it is really, truly amazing to be able to go to these places that we've dreamed of a lot of them. And when we were in Tulum, our entire goal with that trip, we were going to be there for six or seven days. And it was right after spending time with family for the holidays. And it was
0: right before right
1: before. No, both.
0: It was right after Thanksgiving. And it was right before we went back for a wedding.
1: The idea was how bored can we get? Because we had been working so hard. We've been focusing so much on stuff. And we just wanted to relax and decompress and recharge the creative batteries and do all those things. And for me, it's like half of a day, maybe one and a half days. And then I just I need something to do. Like, I can't. My brain, I, I can recharge that quickly. For you, yeah. it definitely takes longer, Now that you're which is like okay. a
0: reader, that well, can stretch it out a little bit longer because you can occupy yourself.
1: I read five books I know. on that trip. And five entire books. And then by, books. by
0: day three, we were like, let's let's do some planning, business planning and we for next did, year.
1: That was actually the intention too, was yeah. go relax and then do a planning of the entire next year. And so that's actually something we've done for the past couple of years. We do a trip at the end of every year. Sometimes it's bigger than others. Sometimes it's smaller. Like uh, two years ago, we Went to a, a place, an Airbnb in Joshua Tree, and I actually wrote my book, uh, the, my next book that's coming out, the first draft of it. And then we did a full projection and planning day on what we're what we were going to be doing next. And so th- that was not a super expensive trip; it was a pretty local trip. Then last year we went to Loom, which was much more expensive. This year we're going to LA. We're literally driving two hours north. We're staying at a one hundred dollar a night Airbnb, not expensive at all. And we're gonna plan and do our projections there. So it changes for us every year. And I think that's the thing for travel too, is you set up, you set yourself up for dream trips and other things, but you're not always going to do dream travel. Sometimes you just need to fill your bucket up by taking a two hour trip somewhere, getting out of your comfort zone. You talked about the big bear trip we did with our friends, Mm -hmm. Jen and Caleb, who we mention all the time, because we're in the watch pod. If you're watching on YouTube, which is their house, uh, which is amazing. And that was a fun trip. That was just a trip for us to like be together, be friends, spend some wintry time because we don't get that in Southern California uh, and just have some fun.
0: And truthfully, like s- some years I feel like I want to travel less and yeah. some years I want to travel more. Like I remember 2017, we traveled a lot. We Where went did to, we go in
1: 2017? I think We can remember it.
0: We went to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we went to Asheville. Yeah. So like that's still a cross country for us. Yeah. Um, Asheville, North Carolina, we went to Asheville, we went to Iceland. We went to Italy. Italy,
1: Yeah, for two weeks.
0: We went to, I went to um, Boston. Mm -hmm. And then we did Florida twice. It was just, it was a lot. And Tulum. And Tulum. It was a lot of travel. And I told Jason at the end of the year, I was like, these have all been amazing. I'm so incredibly grateful. We are not doing like three big trips a year again. That was
1: kind of the first, I think, um, thing where we noticed Man, travel gets expensive when you do multiple trips. And and not that I didn't know that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, not that I didn't know that, but boy, it really kicked us in the financial uh, buttocks. Anywho, so let's talk about dream trips and how you Ooh. can take a dream trip because I do want to talk about our 2019 travel plans because okay. I think it'll be fun to share some of that. I don't but have my
0: glasses on, but I don't see a lot of red left, just so you know.
1: I know. On the timer. Uh, so... One of the ways that we did our first dream trip, which was our Tahiti trip, French Polynesia, going to Moorea, staying in the over the water bungalow, doing all that, eating not great food, doing
0: it in a TV tour to a pineapple farm, ATV like the to, whole thing.
1: Yeah, I actually have video of all this. I just haven't spent or wanted. To we'll spend upload the time it to, our,
0: to the YouTube channel at some point. Some
1: point. Um, how did we? Do you remember how we saved for that trip?
0: How we saved for it? Yeah. No, but I do remember that we got a substantial discount thanks to, I mean, we utilize like the credit card point system.
1: Yeah. So, um, so the first thing I'll say is when it comes to a dream trip, the easiest way, not easy, but like, I think the best way for you to actually take a dream trip is to pick a date in the future, usually one, two, three years in advance. And we picked the rt trip over a year in advance True. and break down how much it's going to cost and then try and put that money aside every, every month. month. Yeah. So you no longer go, this is a ten thousand dollar trip i need to save ten thousand dollars right now that's impossible you go no this is a ten thousand dollar trip in 18 months okay what does that break down to okay i need to put away this amount of money every month and maybe how can i make a little bit extra every month how can Mm -hmm. you do that and and maybe you won't make it all but it it actually becomes easier to see that big number and to get to that goal by breaking it down and, and doing it ahead of time and then you can do some travel point stuff now we are not the like travel hacking family that knows all of these things. We just do some simple stuff. We use the Chase Sapphire card. I think they actually have a card that now has better points. Like there's a three X point card, but there are a couple things you can do. Number one, if, You sign up during like a bonus period, and you can usually find these on like nerdwallet.com. They talk about this. Um, You can get a big bonus in points. And usually that bonus in points is enough to pay for like one night of a hotel, which Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. Then if you have a significant other or just a friend who you can get to sign up under your account, this is like the affiliate game, you get a bonus of like 10,000 more points. So right off the bat, when we signed up for these cards, I signed up. You signed up and then your brother actually signed mm-hmm. up. So with everything, we had two nights of our hotel stay in Tahiti completely paid for. This it.
0: is like a almost a thousand dollar a night. Yeah, oh bungalow. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then and then we booked through Chase Rewards, which is their travel booking program. Yep. And there was a 20% off discount that they offered. No one else was offering it for yep. this specific hotel. It was a Hilton hotel. And it was fantastic. We then yep. say 20% more. So when it comes to booking these trips, it does. It does get a little bit easier to stomach that big bill and that ability to make that happen by doing a little bit of these research. travel hacks, doing a little bit of research and, and sleuthing around. And it becomes much easier nowadays to do that. But I just wanted to say that I think dream trips are so out there and people think they'll never have them, but they can become more attainable when you actually look into it more and not just go, oh, I'll, I'll never afford to be able to go there. Yeah.
0: And make a plan. Um, Disclaimer, do not open a credit card just open a credit yes. card and to use it for credit. We opened the Chase Sapphire card because we put all of our expenses on it and then we pay it off every month.
1: We so pay we it off really every week. Every week. Yeah. We
0: don't we don't use it as credit. We use it as like a debit card that it, that you post pay. Yeah. Of. Disclaimer. Um, so, I know that I know the, the timer is going to go
1: off debt. because I have that ability in my you mind, have that feeling? you know, I have I this do. like thing where mm-hmm. I can like sense a timer's going go off. I'm
0: nervous. Oh my god. <laughs> Anticipation <laughs> like,
1: is it like uh, operation the game is that what it feels like to you, where it's like no, getting no, no, close to the sides? No, no,
0: no. It's um, aggravation is like a game.
1: Aggravation? No. It's definitely not aggravation. I think it's operation because you're operating on the doctor guy.
0: Yeah, but it, that has nothing to do with time. Oh, you mean where you're waiting for yeah. the buzzer. Yeah. Oh, there's a game called aggravation oh. where I think it's time-based, where the timer goes off.
1: Oh. Anyway, so the timer went off, but we're going to take a couple minutes to talk about our 2019 travel plans. Sure. And then we would love to hear yours. If you're listening to this and you just feel like sharing with us. We'd love to know amazing places you've found. And if you want to share this to us on Twitter or via email, you should be able to figure out how to get a hold of us. Oh, I have a sneeze brewing. I think I got it. I saved it, everybody.
0: <gasps> <sighs> Nothing's worse than like That's a stifled close. sneeze.
1: No, that was okay. That one was good. Yeah. I
0: hate that feeling.
1: Yeah, I felt it. And... I
0: don't shut it down. I let it out.
1: Yeah, you do. All right. So our 2019 travel plans. So we just booked a trip to Norway. Which is really cool because Norway has been on our list. What happened?
0: Like the way you just said that to me was like sort of a question and like you were telling me for the first time <laughs> and I and well, I, I felt like my natural response should be like, Whoa, Whoa,
1: we did? Well, it is kind of interesting because I just booked the travel for it. So it does feel a little bit different.
0: You're my own personal travel agent,
1: baby. Anyway, big shout out to Thomas Moen, who is a Wandering Aimfully member. He is having an event in Oslo, Norway, and has invited us to speak to it. So
0: Speak at it.
1: Speak at it, yes. Uh, And we're really excited. So that's why we're going. We're good
0: at Speaking.
1: I'm Jason the Simpleton. If you remember from the authenticity episode, I use small words and I make it easy because I'm dumb. Uh,
0: I'm Caroline. I use big Carol. words and I'm smart. You're smart, Carol.
1: Uh, so we're going to Norway, which yeah. is very exciting because that has been on our list. Yes. Also, my great-great-grandmother uh, emigrated to the United States from Oslo.
0: Did you pick up that also your Aunt Gail said that her side is Norwegian?
1: I did. So you might be, we we need to look at your 23andMe. I'm full-blooded. I full blooded i do not know. I think I'm just a Viking. Don't you think I'm just a Viking? I think I'm just a Viking. Anyway, so we're going to Norway. That is one trip. Uh, I
0: think I'm just a Viking. Don't you think I'm I'm just a Viking? (laughs) Hashtag, don't you think I'm just a Viking?
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, Now I really want like a big hat. I know you know. So Norway, which is exciting. Can't wait. Um, Super excited. The other trip that I want to do that we haven't locked in is the Amtrak Across the Country. Yeah. So it starts as a train from San Francisco to New York City.
0: It starts as a train. Now, what does it turn into when you get to New York?
1: That's the fun of it. You don't know. <laughs> don't catch
0: that? So it starts as a train in, in San Francisco.
1: But here, turns
0: into a plane about midway through the country. Then it morphs into a boat and you just go around course. the world like Magellan.
1: Wow. The Pinta de Maria and the Santa Maria. I got it wrong. <laughs> Nailed it.
0: <laughs> you got all the things wrong.
1: Yeah. Um. This trip, I'm actually excited about this train trip, and I don't think I've been excited about a train train trip trip ever. Never. So...
0: So you, like, sleep on it?
1: Yeah. So it's (sighs) four days. It it goes across the entire country in four days. I already have anxiety. But I think it'd be fun. I mean, I'm going to do it. so much of it.
0: Okay, I'm going to do it. The
1: trick, though, and this is where, like, our bougie travel tendencies come into play, is... You get the
0: swanky cabin. Well,
1: that, but also... How are we getting back? I don't want to take a train ride back. (laughs) I want to train right out, but I don't want to no, no. Fly, fly back or something. Okay. So I think what we might actually do for this trip that could be fun is train right out, fly maybe somewhere in between, and then fly back. Chicago. Oh, okay.
0: We've been talking about going to Chicago for so long.
1: What about Chicago do you want to see?
0: The redemption of the time that—early on in our relationship when you canceled a speaking gig because I—
1: you were upset with me. Do you remember this? Oh, no. I completely forgot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, this goes this goes in the back in the archives. My brain's like, like, ah, put it in the files. Remember
0: when we got in that fight and you... And I was like, I don't think this is going to work. And you... This is very
1: early on in our this dating? This is like
0: for first couple of months. And wow. And you had a speaking gig in Chicago and you were like so bent out of shape because obviously you didn't want to lose me because obviously. Wow. And you... You told me that you canceled the speaking gig. Wow. You canceled it and you didn't go to Chicago. And I and you, and you, you basically told me I ruined Chicago for you. And so we got to go back. And we got to make it okay.
1: I completely forgot. But also Chicago has great restaurants You're, and lots of fun stuff to see. I, I've been multiple times. Listen so. to
0: what I'm saying. You have something very wrong with your brain.
1: It's a Viking brain.
0: I've never met a person that just has the ability to completely wipe parts of your memory gone. Yeah. Completely. Very very
1: quick aside. I know we're over time. (sighs) I so bad at this. We watched the movie Eighth Grade last night with our friends, Jen and Caleb again. Um, (laughs) They're only friends. They're only friends. (laughs) The... That movie made me try to think about my eighth grade. And experience. You can't think of it. Not a single memory.
0: You guys, not a single memory. Not a
1: single. Not. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even going like. What oh, if I'm you're like Jason
0: Bourne? Like, what if? I don't oh, know. That's
1: cool. What? I don't know. All right. I can't let's trust move anything. on to everyone's favorite segment, which is the end of this podcast.
0: Did we cover everything related to travel?
1: I think so, but if we didn't, please let us know if you wanted us to hear talk more about travel. If there's anything we missed, if there's anything that you thought we were going to. Because we're gonna about. do a follow up episode. Yeah, we'll do a travel part two. If, if it's like a really popular episode, it was like, oh, my God, I love everything. You're so <laughs> much. All right.
0: Respond in the comments if your favorite part of the podcast is Jason's Silly impressions.
1: Voices. Is it impressions or impersonations? I got a little bit of self-confidence when I wrote impression in my Instagram you story. Got,
0: you got a little bit of
1: self-confidence. self-confidence. That's Freudian. 100%. That's Freudian. A little bit Even
0: your self-doubt <laughs> turns to self-confidence. Who are you?
1: I'm dying. I'm so hot. I
0: know you are. Woo!
1: uh is it impression or impersonation
0: impression well it depends
1: oh so when i did my walk-in was That's that an, an impression? impression but why isn't it an impersonation it's both ah okay let's move on no, we wait, to. i think feed. an
0: impersonation is when you are actually act to, as we're that have person to
1: google this for everyone no i
0: think it's like if you dressed up as christopher walken you try to convince well, because people I'm, you're christopher I'm you're Im- imper- impersonating you're the him
1: but if i'm just doing an impression you're I impressing got it. others that makes sense. Simple Jason got it. That's a good thing to do. Okay. Let's get to a good to be everyone's favorite segment. I don't know if it is, but I like saying that it's we Googled that for you. Kay. This is, we've been on a little bit of a trend the past couple episodes, not past couple, but a few episodes where it hasn't Trivia. necessarily been a thing. It's been more of like a list of stuff. I like the list. I know you do. And you get to guess.
0: Let us know. Do you guys like the random like phrases or do you like the lists? Because
1: I like the lists.
0: That doesn't mean you have to agree with me. I'm just saying.
1: Let's both take a drink. Okay. This is the United States Order of Dates and Statehood. Now, the reason I picked this, and I have three Wugugtapes on my phone currently, and this one felt right because of the travel that we're doing in 2019 across the country. We talked about a road trip. It fits
0: right in, right? I think this is also where Smart Carol gets exposed. Let's find out. (laughs) Oh,
1: I I thought you were going to be like, Smart Carol, get smarter. No. All right.
0: Uh, (laughs) My self-doubt turns to self-confidence, too. For everyone
1: at home, you can play along in your mind. I'm going to ask you the first three incorporated states, and maybe incorporated is not the right word, but the first three states of the The United States. States. Uh, You don't have to tell me the dates. I'll tell you the dates. You get three strikes. You're out to guess the first three. Then we're going to do the the last last three. three. Okay? Okay. First three. Pennsylvania. Correct. Pennsylvania was the second state. I had no clue about the first one, just so everybody knows. You
0: didn't learn about the 13 colonies? Like, at least you have 13 to choose that, from?
1: That information made it just, why, why, mm. why? No interest. For,
0: mm.
1: huh. Time's running The here. first three. Yeah.
0: Okay. Massachusetts.
1: And Strike one. Massachusetts was the sixth state. Dang it. Virginia. And Virginia was the 10th state. That actually surprised me when I looked at this list. Two strikes. Mm, Vermont. Vermont was the 14th state. Ladies and gentlemen, the number one state in the United States. New York. Delaware.
0: Yeah, Delaware.
1: That makes sense to you?
0: Well, now that you say it, definitely... Is that my phone?
1: Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh,
0: sorry. Definitely there was some type of like.
1: Why are your eyes closed? Are you okay? Are I'm, you trying to, take a nap? I'm
0: trying to get them to go to the files.
1: Oh, yeah. God, smart you have to close your eyes. For a smart, girl?
0: Delaware, Delaware, something like the articles of. Incorporation. The Delaware purchase?
1: No. That's the Louisiana purchase. I knew Pennsylvania. The right, third I think, state, Okay, New Jersey. Yeah. So the first three states Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Okay. Good, good job. Good trivia. All right, let's go last three here to round out what gucked to be the last. Three states.
0: Well, we know the two of the three.
1: I know you do, but that's what it's fun.
0: Okay. okay. Alaska, Hawaii. What order? Um, Alaska was 49 and Hawaii was 50.
1: Nicely done, Smart Carol. Now, 48th state. <laughs> three strikes are out. Let's go.
0: Okay. The 48th state has to be
1: there has to be a history major listening to our podcast that's just screaming well, into his like, car what
0: would it have been just like, like land
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that's gonna open the show for sure <laughs> <laughs> what would it have been like land
0: well, i'm trying to think do i go to something like you know north dakota hey
1: here's the thing you got three guesses we're running long on time north well, dakota eh, wrong north dakota was the 39th state
0: Ugh. oregon
1: Eh, Wrong. Oregon was the Oregon Trail. Come on. 33rd state. Idaho. Close. 43rd state. Three strikes. You're out. Arizona.
0: So it was just blank?
1: (laughs) It was just, ready? Land. It was just land. Uh, Here's what I think is really interesting. Uh, Was it a part
0: of Mexico? Mexico? I, mean, I don't understand. I need I, history. I think it may
1: have been in part of Mexico. Okay,
0: I gotta go on a deep dive.
1: New Mexico and, and Arizona were the 47th and 48th states in 1912, a month apart. They 1912? Became, yeah. That is so not the long ago. Here's what's interesting. Alaska and Hawaii became states. When do you think? What year? 70s. No, come on. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. 1959? That seems so recent to it's me. It's
0: so recent. That's it's crazy. so recent.
1: Like, my... Grandmother was born, <laughs> and those two states were not states.
0: Your grandmother's young. I know. What year that's... was your grandmother born? I
1: don't know. If I, t- she's 29 years old, so I don't know. This is the running joke in my family.
0: Oh no, you know what's crazier? My mother was born. See? That's what I did it reverse. I yeah. was like, your grandmother's younger than my mom? And then I realized, okay. All
1: right. That'll this is wrap a real... up real. That'll wrap up this episode. <laughs> but I hope that's what everyone enjoys about this show. You that know? it's random? The silliness, oh. the randomness. <sighs> (sighs) Caroline dying. (laughs) Everyone enjoys listening to you to see if you're going to make it through every episode. (laughs) Is she going to make it? Uh, (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wandering Aimfully, the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode about travel. Maybe it gave you some inspiration to go on a road trip. to (laughs) Start
0: saving for that trip that you've always wanted to take.
1: For that dream trip. Even if that dream trip is five years from now, start saving what you can every month, and that money will add up. You will get to that dream trip. uh, We promise you. And then also, we would just love to hear where you've traveled. Awesome, amazing places we should go. I know another wandering uh member recommended Slovenia. Yes. Which and looked I would, really cool. I
0: would also love like hidden gems of cities in the U.S. Oh, that totally. Because totally. we love those places.
1: Or in Canada. That's close enough to. Or in Canada. We like Canada. Those, they're nice people. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you on another episode soon.